$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Welcome to the Lights Camera Pro Podcast, where we interview entertainment pros about their careers and how they became successful in the industry. The secrets to their success here every week. Here's your host, Sean Ventura. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Lights Camera Pro Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Ventura. And I just want to say go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe, rate, and review. I just wanted to mention that this audio podcast was originally a Facebook Live, so sometimes you'll hear us talking about comments and video clips, and that is because it was originally a Facebook Live, but it'll still be fun to listen to. Our guest today is Shannon McVeigh. She is the host of Awaken Atlanta. She's got a ton of energy, a ton of fans. She is hilarious. She's a really fun guest. It's a really good time. Here we go. Hey, everybody. We are live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, hopefully LinkedIn. It's our second day on LinkedIn. And I am here with Shannon McVeigh, the host of Awaken Atlanta. How are you doing, Shannon? I'm so happy to be here, even after all the technical difficulties on my end, because I'm not technical at all. Sorry about that. No, you. <laughs> it's totally fine. We figured it out. I know. Um, Somebody on your end got it all set up, so we thank them for doing that so that you yeah, can talk Yeah, because we today. both know it's not me. No, it's not you. <laughs> so, Shannon. Yes, as I'm trying to download it right now, so I don't forget how funny. Yes, hello. Oh, wait, yours. you've got some fans here. Hold on, we're going to add to the broadcast. Um, hi, Shanny from Amanda Jane Monroe. Oh, I love her. You want to say hi my- to her? Yes. Hi, Amanda. Well, she here. She's my bestie. She supports everything I do. <laughs> okay. And we've got one other person here. Um, Corey Peterson. Hi, Shannon. Hi, hi, Corey. How are you seeing this? I don't even see this, but I'm glad you guys are here. Okay. Well, I'll just tell you, I'm not afraid to say stuff on the air. Um, Good. If you want to go on your computer, on your phone or your iPad while we're recording this to um, the Lights Camera Pro Facebook page, you will see everything that everyone else is seeing. Okay. Which is that's these- what people need to do because I can't, I'm not very good at um, doing anything on the computer, which we figured out. So I mean, it's saying, I don't know. You just, I'm not even going to worry about it. I think I shared it like 17 times and I don't even know what I shared. Yeah. I'm just saying if you want to see what we see rather than just me, you can see that. I do want to see what we yeah, see. Yeah, so go to the Lights Camera Pro Facebook page somewhere and you'll see okay. what we're doing live right now. Okay, so we have a, a clip to show of the show. We have some stills. We're going to talk about Awaken Atlanta, which you are the host of and you also yes. produce it, correct? Yes, yes. And I'm going to tell you all about that. I'm so excited. Yes. 
Um, we are going to go back and talk about your career and where you started and all that good stuff. But let's start with Awakened Atlanta right now. You just did a show this morning. Yes. So our show is every Tuesday and every Thursday from 6.30 a.m. until 9 a.m. So we get up really early and we're FM local in Atlanta, but we're also digital like you. So we are everywhere. We're Spreaker, YouTube, iHeart, um, Clear Channel, Spotify, basically any kind of platform. We are there. And they film it so you can watch us. We're on Binge TV. We're on Comcast, actually, in New Mexico. We're a little all over the place. Wow. And so yeah. how do people find you? They just search on the Internet? How do they? They just. Yeah, we also have an app, UIMediaApp.com. It's a smart app, so you can put it um, on your web browser again. Don't ask me the technical, uh, anything technical about that. But you can do it. You, like the letter U, the letter I, MediaApp.com. And then you can watch all of our shows. So it's a conscious network. The founder is Tim Ray. He created UI Media. So a lot of the hosts on that network are very conscious-minded. Okay. Yeah. And, and what does that mean by conscious minded? Does that have a political or religious slant or is it just Unless uh, it's me? <laughs> I'm very political on my show now. I used to not be because I came from mainstream media where we were told basically what we can and cannot say. Right. But here I can let my freak flag fly. I can say anything I want and I love it. Um, but n nobody else is really political. Um, conscious minding minded is very much like living life intentionally. Uh -huh. It's all about creating, co-creating your life. And what I definitely believe in is manifesting and because that's where, how I got awakened at land. I totally manifested it. I believe that hundred percent, which I'll tell you the story whenever you want me to, maybe if it's after you're showing what our show is about with the awakened Atlanta clip. Um, it's up well, to you. You can go you into could, it. Yeah, you can go into okay. it. Cause actually my girlfriend believes that too. Her name is Nicole. And she um, has that manifest thing, whether it's a job or, or meeting me or whatever. It was like, okay, yeah. I'm ready to meet someone. I'm yes. ready to get this job that's going to be, you know, better for me and better for what I'm, what I want to do with my life. And then it happens. Uh, oh, I love that. It's real. It's yeah. real thoughts first. So that's what whatever we feed creates. And, it, and it, if you're if you're feeding negative thoughts, you're going to create negative life, right? Right. So if you're feeding positive thoughts, then you get a positive life. But I knew that I wanted to work. So let me just tell you a backstory real quick. Okay, sure. I came from mainstream media where actually the way I got into radio is really funny. I'll tell you that after. Um, but when I would leave, I would leave the show and I feel really unfulfilled and really stressed out. Because I'm a shock jock. You will never take that out of me. So uh, so how did it happen? It's you and, and who's your co-host? Tim Ray. So the way that this happened was I was on LinkedIn and mm -hmm. I had just moved to Atlanta. My husband's a sound mixer for features and television in Atlanta, as you know, is like the number one filming place in the world. Right. So we were in New Mexico. We came, moved to Atlanta, and I just was ready to get working again. I knew I wanted to stick with being an on-air host or an on-air personality because right. it's my dream. I absolutely love radio. It's just in my blood. Okay. Anyway, um, so I wanted to just do something with it. So LinkedIn, I got a message, and they had asked me to come in to be interviewed by Tim Ray because he had the Good Intentions show. So in my mind, as you can tell, I'm sure as I'm kind of ditzy, like Lucio Ball a little bit, right? I thought that I was going to be doing the interviewing. So I showed up and I like sit down in the chair and I'm like, okay, who am I interviewing today? <laughs> and then Tim walks in. He's like, excuse me, you're in my chair. I'm interviewing you. And I'm like, what? Long story short, we end up doing this interview. He interviews me mm -hmm. and it was so golden. We 
enjoyed it so much. We had so much fun. And then they had called me and asked me to do a show on the network. Um, and they wanted me to do kind of a mom show, like a, to bring in moms because I have kids. And I'm like, absolutely not. Morning radio is in my blood. That's what I'm going to do. And so Tim was like, you know what, Shannon, like, let's create one together. So we did. We produced it. We actually met Every Tuesday for six months, there was a group of us and we just got together and we went over kind of what we wanted because we wanted the uh, conscious minded radio. So it's conscious minded, which means we talk about things that are not mainstream. So things that are mainstream that people would get upset about. But also, I mean, the shock jock is in me. It will never leave me. So I'm still Shannon. It's still ridiculous. You're still like, what the hell did she just say? It's a phenomenal show. You need to check it out. Right. No, I saw it. I've seen some stuff too. And, and that's what I was going to, <laughs> no, I, I mean, people. they either like me or hate me. I decided I'm finally, I'm going to be the next Elizabeth Haskell apparently, because if they want to make me political, I will be political. Right. I think, um, you cover both sides of the subject. I didn't, uh, uh, yeah. like, I don't think you're just talking about one side or the other. You're kind of getting people's opinions from both sides, yes, right? We try. Absolutely. Do we try? I always say if you like the avid listeners, we have what we call the OGs of the show because they comment. We created an interactive show so people can comment like you just read the comments that were coming in. I'm constantly reading them throughout the show because it really adds to the show. But also we created a platform. We want everybody to have a voice. It's very important that there is no censorship and that even if they have an opinion that we don't um, care about or agree with, I want it to be said. I think that's what makes America, America. So you're getting a million messages. I have to tell you that you're getting more messages than anyone else I've ever uh, interviewed. It, this is I crazy. That. So, is that good? Yes, it's great. So Jeff Worley says, all. Jeff Worley says, Shannon, you're amazing. Oh, I love that. Thank uh, you. I love you. Rebecca Lynn Angles uh, says, hey, um, Jen Hall. Jen Hall says, uh, Shannon, love the montage. Thanks, Jen. Love you. Love that you're watching. But uh, here's the deal. How do you do three hours? Like I'm doing 45 minutes. I could do three hours, but I don't know if it would be interesting. Like, do you have three guests, one per hour? Like, mm -hmm. how do you do three hours? And how okay. do you, you must drink a lot of coffee. Well, look at me. I'm high on life. Like I need stuff to calm me down. I, I say it the best is like, imagine a balloon floating in the air. Okay. I need sometimes people to pull me back down by the string so I don't fly away from Earth. Right. That's just the way I'm a step. Have you ever heard of the Enneagram? No. Oh, gosh, you guys, whoever's listening right now, look up the Enneagram. It is so accurate and spot on. And it basically is a personality test. And it tells you kind of about who you are. And it's not to like brag about who you are, but it's like really to show you what you need to work on. And I am a seven. So I'm like all over the place and I want my next high and I'm just kind of naturally high. So that helps. Not everybody can sit and talk for three hours, right? Right. No. I, we do have two guests come in, um, one for 20 minutes, one for 30. and then But we come up with the questions. And then again, it's interactive. So if we have fans watching or calling in, they can you know ask the questions as well. Other than that, it's just my partner and I, we really feed off each other. Sometimes you say things and you're like, oh, no, what did I just say? <laughs> because you yeah. can't be quiet. There is no, you can't yeah. file an air. You can't have dead air. We're live FM. Right. So you got to just go. And sometimes I do it. I make some mistakes. But you know what? It is what it is. And I, do you have commercials at all? Do you have commercials? We do. We have small. So basically where our show is broken up into six segments. So we have something um, and we'll have a commercial after each segment. 
Uh, we have like a tribe time segment. We have a smack talk segment. We have an awakened star, goodwill partner. And those are our sponsors that come in. So the goodwill partner is the sponsor of the show. Usually. Does that make sense? And then the awakened star is what we're talking about. So today we were talking about video games, right? right? Even though we really talked about COVID a lot, because we noticed that a lot of the people that are tuning in now, they want to hear about what's going on in the world. And my question, this is really dorky, but (laughs) my question is, is do you ever have like a break to get a coffee or go to the bathroom or I mean, I get yelled at for going to the bathroom. If my partner Tim is watching, he's going to die. He's always like, you just went to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, am I not allowed more than one bathroom break? You know, but no, we have to go. It's literally, it's so quick. Our commercials are usually 30 seconds. I mean, we don't get, we don't get a coffee break. No, I'm doing the same thing that you guys are doing. I'm doing video interviews, How do you but then, do it? but um, I don't know. It's just kind of fun. Like I was an actor and a writer and a director for years. So it's, a lot of people say they're afraid to do this and they're afraid to get up here. I'm not afraid. So right. I can just well, be like, people, not everybody can do it. Let's be real. You have to be, everyone thinks they can be the next great pod podcaster. It's like, no, you have to have a personality. You have to be witty. You have to be quick. Right. Or you have to know what you're doing. Like there are really smart people that, you know, we would be super bored with watching their podcast, but if they're delivering news, that's very important. And that's what matters. Anyway, I don't think everybody can do it. And I applaud you for doing everything. I have a team behind me. You're like one man doing it all. So that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend does. uh, She checks some of the posts. (laughs) She's really good with grammar. She's like, no, move that around. But everything else I do. But um, oh, my God, you just have so many people. Stacy Somich is saying hi, Shannon. Hi, Stace. Love you. Uh, There's just a lot of people here posting stuff. We have no rules at our show. It's super different. It's not like regulated by the FCC like other stations. Right. You're basically a Howard Stern yes. without the FCC. So you can, yes. uh, at serious yes. where you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. But like, like for instance, so today our producer, cause she gives us games to play during tribe time. And one was, um, charades. And I'm like, how do we do charades for the radio people? But you had to make sound effects. So we do have uh, to adapt okay. to whatever we're doing for our radio listeners. But the majority of our listeners, believe it or not, they're all over the world, like Cal- they're, and also in California. Our biggest fans here in um, America are Texas and California. And a lot of our sponsors came from Texas, California. So then our other show, like, or I'm sorry, all around the world, like we have this guy that watches us all the time. He's from Holland. We have another guy from the Czech Republic, a lot of people from the UK. So a lot of the, our, our, um, fan base is digital it's not even fm right so and that's that. that's the other question before we want to talk about your career a little bit uh just okay. to get a little bit of background um but that's the other question is is how um are what is the audience like for the radio show versus like it's just so many more people watching the video show yeah the, yeah like that's where people go it that's because that's interactive like i said so when i read comments a lot of people they feel strong behind a keyboard we all know that right we all yeah. know whether even if not even if you're trolling like even i feel stronger oh you know where i feel the strongest on my freaking show i can be authentically me but anyway right. side note people are strong behind a computer so people feel better about writing their questions or comments instead of calling in on live air. So because of that, we get a lot more people going to the digital so they can write out their questions or comments. And then I read it on air. Okay. 
And your guests are booked and they're like we, remote or are they in studio with you? Most of them are remote um, because we don't we don't really get a lot of Atlanta. It's crazy. We don't have a lot of Atlanta based people. Everything is usually well, with COVID and everything happening. Yeah. We we kind of had to adapt to that. But right. we used to have more locals. Now we kind of just zoom in everybody. Everybody zooms in. Okay, so just let's talk about how did you get started uh, with the on-air hosting and and like, were you an actress or were you doing radio in college? How did you get started with all this? Okay, so it's really crazy because I went to college for broadcasting. Um, So that's a fun fact. But then fast forward, you know, eight years, uh, they had this show in New Mexico called The Buck and Deck Show. And it was the number one. It was Clear Channel, which I think um, it's now iHeart, of course, because iHeart buys up everything. But it was The Buck and Deck Show, and they would have this contest every year. And it was called the Miss Buck and Deck's Contest. And somebody entered me in it. I forgot who was probably who the heck knows who it was really. Um, I think it might've been somebody from my church, but I really have no idea, but they were like, Shin, you'd be perfect at it because Miss Buck and Dex, what they get is they get to come into the show. And I ended up winning the contest because I went in and they would vote on you. So because I won, I was able to go into the radio whenever I wanted. Well, all the other previous Miss Buck and Dex, they wouldn't go in all the time. And I started going in every day because I loved it. And then I acquired a lot of fans because I was going in all the time. So when my contract was up the next year, they didn't want me to go. So they kept me on. So I ended up, that's how I ended up starting in radio. And actually fun fact is I left radio because the, I don't, it was like the GM of uh, Acme, Acme. I, that's all over the place. You could probably help me with that, but it was my 50 TV in New Mexico. Okay. He was a fan of the radio show and I will never forget this. They came up to me, they approached me, they asked the sales guy, you know, because advertising, you have a whole team to take me with them to do some sort of sale. And I went in there and they're like, listen, the real reason we brought you in here is because, and I feel vain saying this, but I just, I'll never forget it. He said, you are too pretty for radio. I want you to audition to be the face of our station. And I thought, okay, how do I do this? You know, you can actually find my audition tape. It is so freaking awkward, Sean. I even <laughs> say in it, I'm like, what do I do with my hands? Like the Will Ferrell thing. I literally right. say that in the audition, but they right. ended up airing it all over the place because everybody else loved it and thought it was funny. Anyway, um, anyway, I got it. And then from there I got promoted and I ended up being the CW star. So the face, I was the face of two different um, television stations. And then from there I just got, it was kind of just, I kind of made a name for myself. So I got to do um, a lot of local cool things. Like I got to be in a music video. Um, Very cool. It was actually Tim Cooper frame by frame. If you guys want to see that and laugh at me, <laughs> go ahead. It was right. so much freaking fun though. And I remember the first time it said, um, you know, the talent has his dressing room and you get your hair and makeup done and, and the talent eat before the casting crew, or I'm sorry, before the crew. And I thought that was so obnoxious because it was just myself. And then the singer eating at a table. I'm like, this is weird. Can you please let everybody else eat? Like who makes these rules up? You're an actor, you know, right. how ridiculous is that? Yeah, it's crazy. But it was so much fun and I got paid well. Um, and was then it I a, did, was it a country music video or was yes. it a rock music video? No, okay. Country and Oh, the guys from Buck and Dex. Cause it's, um, alternative rock. They made so much fun of me because I was still also doing the radio. I was still going in. So they would like be like the frame by frame ended up being a sound bite because it's just so funny because it was country. You should check it out. It's were you, so funny. Were you like doing a square dance or were you just like no, uh, I was the acting. girlfriend was my, at a 
dinner table. Yeah, no, I, I'm the I'm the little girl that grows up to be married. But it was weird because the um, singer, I feel like in some scenes he looks like my lover and he's supposed to be my father. I'm like, oh, this is a little weird. But you know oh, what? Okay. I got paid and I got a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful turquoise um, jewelry set. So I'm, I was fine with it. <laughs> um, and then anyway, I did also. The, have you seen Better Call Saul? Yes. So we did. I, my old partner Dex and I partnered up with UPublic in New Mexico, and we did the talking Better Call Saul. So we were a live after show. Can I uh, say? Can I say a woman science? I can say a female part, right? Because uh, a woman science female part, or no? All right. Long story short, got in big trouble for saying a woman's science part, uh, and I'm like, why? <laughs> I said I was team but. You know, but it yeah, yeah. rhymes. So Jean, right. get it? So yeah, rhyme, no, I, okay? I know. Virginia, yeah. <laughs> you went to the University <laughs> of Virginia. I didn't say the full word. This right. full word. But I said it on live air, so they couldn't edit it. And I got kind of in trouble for that. But it's okay. They kept me on. I right. wasn't like, I wasn't kicked off or anything. And then so was from that, there, sorry, we moved, sorry. Was that a here. radio show or was that a no, TV? No, it was a film. We had a set and we would interview. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today view a lot of the people like a lot of the people from breaking bad and better call Saul. they'd come on our show and Very we'd cool. interview them live though so it wasn't edited mm. you know i'm used to doing live because radio but right. it was when every, anytime i ever did any film it was all edited like i right. did this show um amazing spaces it's edited where they you know hired me to go to different i'm juicy i'm holding my microphone so yeah. your <laughs> fm or your audio people are not gonna know what i'm doing Right. Um, but they would send me out to different event spaces and I'd basically talk about why we should rent out their place, whether it's, you know, grandpa's 70th anniversary or Coca-Cola's, uh, you know, million dollar Christmas party. Right. So, and, but that was all edited. So this was different for me. I've kind of done it all. I've been in shows. Come on. I've done it all like you. Right. When we're in this industry, we got to do it all. Yeah, you have to do a million different things to survive. We don't say no to much. But what <laughs> is, like, what would be the pinnacle? Uh, would it be having your own talk show like Oprah? Would it yeah. be acting in a feature film? What What would be the best thing for you? Well, I, I want to do everything. I've decided I want to be in a movie. That's my next thing. Uh, and I know it'll happen because you know what? The universe is so beautiful and I um, love God so much and God knows my desires. He wouldn't put it there if it's not going to happen. So it's going to happen. I just don't know when. But my heart, my everything is to, I'm really, really rooting for me to have my morning show. I'm really hoping that Awaken Atlanta really takes off um, and goes far. And if it doesn't, then the Shannon McVeigh show might happen. I don't know. But it's going to be something. Radio is my heart. It's in my blood, man. Just like being born in Rhode Island, the Patriots and Red Sox is in your blood. Like yeah. radio is in my blood. I will not go anywhere. Yeah. No, I was born in uh, Massachusetts. So you were? Uh, yeah. So I grew up with the 
the Patriots, but I didn't like them until Tom oh, Brady came. I'm telling you, Drew Bledsoe feel. was horrible. The Red Sox were awful until Big Poppy came. Uh, it took a while for. I mean, I went to a lot of games before they were good, both teams, and then, and then they were good. But, uh, but I still love Brady, even though he's whatever in Tampa Bay or whatever. Um, I just I, think he's a, a genius. Didn't he say Gronk too? Gronk. Uh, I love Gronk. Isn't he in Tampa Bay too? Uh, he did. Yeah, he retired. And I don't know. Uh, I'm not an ESPN everyday guy, but I did see something about how Brady was trying to get him to come. Their best I think he's friends, coming. I think. And plus, yeah. if you see the comments, Corey Peterson, who's watching the show right now, if she's still on. She will know because she is in. She's a woman that is incredible with football. I know that. I yeah, just she just like wrote go Pats. 90s. Ah, see, I just started with a. <laughs> okay, so let's ask Corey. Lady. Let's do a little okay. interactive thing. Corey, okay, Corey is Gronk on. The Tampa Bay Tampa Buccaneers, Bay. Uh, and just answer us, and we will put your little po- your little post, your post. Your um, li- <laughs> why? Because she's a woman. No, <laughs> no, kidding, no. Sean. It's just like Cam Newton. What? She just wrote Cam Newton. Oh, okay. So it's not Gronk. Okay, well Cam that's Newton, good to know. Cam Newton's a new quarterback for the Patriots, but what we're asking Corey is, did Gronk uh-huh. go to Tampa Bay? <laughs> All right, Corey, come on. Come oh, on, she Corey, said not you can yet, do it. huh? Not yet. Okay, so not yet. That's the answer. See, you can see it. I knew now you could I see can. it. Now I can. My friend just gave me his phone because uh, I'm very like cool. not okay, watching it. Okay, so you can it. see when we pop up the little so posts. So now and- I can see, and now I can see what I look like. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm going in a lot. Huh? I can't stay still. It's the Red Bull. Is it the Red Bull? I, I mean, what did, I your show was at 6 a.m. Like, I know. It's really just who I am. What time do you get up? 4 a.m.? I get up at 3.45 a.m. because you have to be full hair, full makeup. And are you close to to the studio or are you far? About 25 minutes. So I feel like I'm very close, especially here in Atlanta with this spider web. I have no idea. So we live north. We're in uh, North Alpharetta, basically. So I can't. I have no idea what it's like to drive in the city. I don't go there unless I absolutely have to. It is horrible because I lived in Alpharetta for many years. My kids are in Milton. And okay. uh, I'm in I'm in the city now, but yeah, I know all about the commute. It's awful, and I'm so glad for this remote stuff now because yes. uh, yeah. And so you the- know what? Can I say this about the uh, you just brought up the remote stuff? What's so important in remembering because there's so much scariness and sadness and fear, and especially if you're an empath like me, you feel the energy, mm-hmm. and it's really sad. But you know what, guys? We have a beautiful reset. Like right now you're working from home. How cool is that? You're fulfilling your dream from home. You're doing things. You're not just sitting there, you know, sad. Like, and I'm, I think, and we're eating dinners with our families again. We didn't do that for so long. You know, we really took a, we're, we're homeschooling our kids or, you know, public school, which is on, I know people, you know, whatever you still have to, it's probably going to be virtual. So you're going to be really teaching your kids a lot. But we took a step back, and I think that was the best thing. And not to mention the dolphins that are swimming back in the Venice Canal. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. The water's beautiful. I was just in Venice in November, and it was like a dirty um, garbage dump, the water. And it is crystal clear now. Uh, so that's that's a beautiful thing. And you know, it is it is worse for some people. Some people have like yes. six kids and I have a friend and every time he's on a conference call or a Zoom, he's got these kids all over him and he can't even speak. And they're like, daddy, daddy. Um, so it it is very trying for some people. My kids are 15 and 17 now, so I don't have that. But, but with little tiny yeah. kids, it's tough.
tough. The I the have remote. a five year old Sean, and I was doing an interview for another show called Unfathomable um, Moments, and my little five year old Winnie comes down and she just pops her head in, and I'm like, no Winnie. What is your show that you love to watch? That let's stay in the Awaken Atlanta. Uh, radio area. I mean, is it Howard Stern? Is it Jimmy Kimmel? What you know, is your What is your show that you love? Or is it Oprah? I don't. Well, Oprah's not on anymore. I love Howard Stern, and I probably should not admit that, but I do. I love his shock value. I think it's so he's so witty and i love that he um talks to his guests he doesn't sell himself out he's very right. much who he is so if i were to look at myself and that's definitely what i want i want people to think oh my gosh shannon does not she's 100 authentic like i look at my show as a platform to be really authentic and to serve others and sometimes i serve others at my own expense but i want to do that because i want them to know one you're not alone two we all are in this really weird crazy place at sometimes in our lives so i like will tell the obnoxious sad stories but i like that about stern honestly i like howard stern you know what's i love stern and i've listened to him for years i used to listen to him at work i was a video editor by trade for like 25 years working at turner um and we would listen in the edit room while we would we would like edit nba videos and, and mlb videos and we'd listen for eight hours. We'd listen to it. But um, I absolutely love him. But it's really interesting. I was just telling my girlfriend the other day, isn't it amazing how Howard Stern went through this whole thing where he was a shock jock and he had, um, you know, these little people and these wacky people all on his show and people doing sex mm-hmm. stuff and crazy stuff. And and then he came back around at the end to do the interviews, which is really what he's amazing at. He's really amazing at making people feel comfortable and open up. And because of his stature and his uh, place in the world and that he's the king of all media and he's done a million things and people love him, they'll talk to him and they're like, you know what? I didn't want to tell this story, but I'm going to tell it to Stern because I'm only on here once and he's going to be out of the game in a little while. So he does these incredibly long and depth interviews where you find out so much about the person. They're so interested. It's not all celebrities. It's other people too. And I I just think it's awesome. And I, I listened to him for years. I lived in New York for years and on the radio and then I went to Sirius and now he's kind of fallen off. He's only doing a couple days a week and some of it's Mm. repeats and, but I absolutely love He's probably exhausted. I mean, this is he did a long run. Now I know this is your show and you're the interviewer, but I have to ask one question. May I? Yeah. You said you worked for Turner for years, twenty five years. Fourteen years. Fourteen years. Uh, I've been been editing for twenty five years. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So were you told because Turner now Turner owns Cartoon Network, correct? Yes. Okay. First of all, did you see that awful video that's literally live on Cartoon Network? And it talk about satanic, man. It was, all, I mean, they, they have a baby and there are these people are you talking like, all about dressed in black. Night on Adult Swim? Because it, it turns into Adult Swim at night. Yes, but still, they, they are hitting a drum with a baby. And I'm like, <laughs> how do people think this is funny? You're laughing. Okay. Oh my God. So wait, 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 my, wait, 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 no, okay, no, okay, because okay. my kids, my teenagers are into this stuff and college kids, a lot of people, honestly, who smoke pot are into Adult Swim and it's the wackiest, craziest stuff. I can't watch it at all. And I think that's the thing about Adult Swim is that after eight o'clock at night, they do like a family guy thing and an, and an right. American dad. And then they start to get into the crazy stuff that you're only watching if who's who's up at 10 o'clock 
11 o'clock on a Thursday night, especially if they have a morning show. Right. Well, but still, yeah, but still it's not okay, I don't think, to desensitize. Now, do you think that comedy there should be, because I'm a shock jock, right? I right. say obnoxious things. I shock value people because it makes me feel good. Like, right. I, love, I love when people are like, what did she just say? Okay, that being said, do you think that there's a line in comedy? Because there's a lot, like my my husband does not think there's a line in comedy. He thinks that comedians should should be able to say whatever they want. He thinks it's all funny. And okay. me, I'm like, no, I, there's a line. There's a line, and I agree that you should cross it with your husband. I agree <laughs> that every comedian should be able to say what they think. But here's the trick, because I actually just did stand-up comedy for a couple months. Wasn't great at it. I did it 20 years ago in college. But I, I love met, that you did that. I met a lot of comedians. I'm always doing stuff that's really scary to other people. And I'm just like, I'm going to try it. But, um, you know, Laughing Skull and all these places, I did the open mics. And what I found out is that there's absolute, I don't want to say censorship, but there's absolute, like you cannot say certain things. And, um, you know, Lenny Bruce said some crazy things and some other comics said some crazy things, but you absolutely cannot say certain things. Right. Um, and and I think that uh, comedians can say whatever they want, but if you get into a comedian like Dave Chappelle, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Whoever's doing that, you oh, can he's saying point it down a little bit. Point it down because you're at the bottom me. of the there street. You go. There you Is go. Is that good? Yeah, that's perfect. Um, oh. I know it's. <laughs> we're we're going <laughs> to make it through this, Shannon. I promise. <laughs> but um, I'm just so sorry this happened. You know what? Next time we do this. I downloaded new stuff on this computer so it'll work. We won't ever have to do this again. I'm sorry about right. that. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, but Did you lose your train? You got no, it, right? No, I got it back. So so people like Dave Chappelle. What I've okay. been told by other comedians is you especially don't want to do the stuff that's controversial or political or even like on the edge, whatever you want to call that, whatever that means to you that might offend people. You do not want to do that when you're new. You only want to do that. Like there's this guy, Jim Jeffries, who has a show on Comedy Central. Obviously, Louis C.K. has done some really borderline stuff. And what, what they're saying is if you're a professional, you craft it in a way that it's almost like they set you up and say, I know this is offensive, but I'm going to say this. Are you ready for me to say this? Here it is. And that's kind of right. what the professionals do. So it's not. Whereas Howard Stern would just be like, blah, 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 blow your mind. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, you're well, just I like, I can't like believe you said that. Like, why ask for permission when you should always apologize later? Don't let my teenage kids hear me say this. But you come should, on. You, you should. But if you're, yeah. if you are, like you said before, when you're dealing with a television channel, when you're dealing with advertisers, mm-hmm. when you're dealing with a comedy club, when you're, right. nobody wants to be the comedy club that says racist stuff. Nobody wants to be right. the comedy club that says really edgy stuff that offends people from the suburbs or whatever, or from the city, whatever it is. Right. So So you have to tailor it in a way like I would love to cuss with you this whole interview, but we can't because we're on Facebook and they will literally block this and be like, you can't post this. So we just have to know how many of our shows get blocked for fake news. Yeah. 
No, I'm saying the same thing. Like you have to, so, um, there was a, there was a video that I posted from the Berlin film festival from Mm -hmm. a cinematographer and it had music on it that someone had composed. So it, it got a tag, it got a, some YouTube and Facebook were like, you cannot post this, you don't have the rights to this music. And even though this guy, um, composed this for this film he he recomposed it he did like the uh, opening thing i guess the thing after it was someone else so it's really it's really tricky so you just have to kind of error it's an art right yeah you have to err on the side of like not offending people and then if like you go to a place and like put it this way i've interviewed a bunch of comedians you don't just come out with the edgy joke the first thing yeah. kind of get them to trust you, <laughs> you get them to come with you first. yeah you, you don't gotta, just ram it in sailor yeah, yeah you got to just kind of like <laughs> let them uh kind of come with you and then be on your side and then you do it yes. so so it's kind of yes. an art okay so <laughs> Mark. Okay. So two forty nine. We got five ten minutes left. Okay. What would be your advice? I know you're tired and you've had ten Red Bulls. What would be your advice to people who want to be on air hosts, on air personalities, have a talk show? Obviously, you went for it. You kept coming back to the station. What would you say to them? Some young people. This is the thing. And I'm going to simplify this for everybody. No matter what you do, if you want to be an on-air talk show host, just do it. Start in your basement or, I mean, wherever. That sounds creepy, but you know what I mean. Like, just start. If you want to be a filmmaker, start filming. If you want to be a singer, start singing. Whatever you want to do, just take that first step. Stop letting fear hold you back because that is our biggest thing. We let fear take over and it and it takes control. And then, we're, again, what I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to go back full circle here. If you're feeding that, then you're going to be like paralyzed and you're not going to do anything. So right. guess what? Let me tell you something. You regret the things in life you don't do more than what you do. Go out, live your life, because guess what? When you're not living, you're dead. Now is the time. And if you fail, you fail, but it's got a great story. Yeah. Was that encouraging? That was very Did I encouraging. Just make but nobody's here? ever summed it up in 30 seconds. Most people do you think. Want, do you, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very quick. I get to the point. I know I'm a woman that knows what she wants. I get to the point. I'm yeah. in and out. Okay. So you can't. And we keep talking about more stuff. <laughs> Okay. So we can, we can do this. We can get yeah. off the air and you can, um, go take a nap cause you got up before this morning or oh, you know. can, uh, you can tell another story or talk about what's coming up on your show where people can find your show. All oh, that yes. good stuff. Yes. I'd love to do that. So guys, you can find me at uimediaapp.com. You it's our show's awaken Atlanta because you awaken a W a K E N awaken Atlanta. So it's all about intentional, right? Like we've talked about, um, but you can find me on my Facebook. I'm Shannon McVeigh. I'd love to friend you. Um, and then we also have a UI media page on Facebook that you can find us. Um, and then just follow my journey because who knows where I'm going to be, but this is such a fun life and I'm super grateful for every opportunity. And then my thing for you is I love you guys. I'm going to tell you guys a story. He said I can, so I'm going to do sure, it. Do can it. you see this picture behind me? Yeah. Can you see it? I'm going to like, do I have to show yes. it up? With the right, babies in the cages? Yeah. Okay. It's not babies in a cage. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It looks like babies in a cage. Is that now at the border? That I think about it. No. 
No, it's about our inner child. So okay. I want to say this to everybody, because whether you're married, you're in a relationship, you're fighting with a best friend, you have an overbearing mom, it doesn't matter. See these babies? Hmm. There's people on each side of them that fill the babies, right? So the baby is really the inner child inside of you. Okay. So while you're fighting with your significant other, your mother, your best friend, your grandma, your dog, that inner child is reaching for the other inner child because it just wants to be loved. And I think that if we just go on in our lives knowing that, you can have more grace for humanity. And that's what we need. We need grace. And people, I'm asking you for grace. You know, I've been bullied, Sean, like pretty crazy during this whole COVID thing because of my own opinions and because of my research, because because I'm not falling in line with what people think I need to do. And these are people I love and respect. They're like my bloodline, some of them, you know, that I love. And they're they're getting so mad at me because they don't think I should be thinking this way. Listen, look at my inner child and know that I'm literally not hurting anybody. I'm doing the best I can. And I'm just critically thinking. I'm just researching. I'm just trying to think outside the box a little bit. So I want to say that we all and then them have grace for them. We just need grace for each other. Let's just love each other because we united. We stand. Don't let them divide us because divided is going to fail us. That's what's in the Bible. Abraham Lincoln said that divided we fall. So united we stand. I'll leave it at that. Yes. Well, Shannon, How you about are, that? that's vote great. For me. Yeah. Vote I'm going to vote for Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, you are great. You are just a ball of energy. You're so much fun to talk to. Thank um, you, Sean. We will uh, talk to you soon. Thanks so much, Shannon. Thanks for having me. Thank okay. you, everybody. I love you. Don't forget to watch Awake in Atlanta on Tuesdays yes, at 30 a.m. Yes, watch Awake in Atlanta. Bye. Look me up on Facebook. Bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Lights Camera Pro Podcast, where entertainment pros talk about how they made their dream into a career. Go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks to Bob Jurgens for the Rockin' VO and Joseph McDade for the music. Next week, we have some really great guests. It is Manny Oso and Nikki Trends of Bubble Bath Stories. They are a podcast, and they are a lot of fun. They're out of New York. They've got tons of stories about their podcast, how it got started. Okay, check it out next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.